welcome, welcome to the Hermit Style Podcast with your hosts, Jimmy Bacon and Mike Runciuti, talking all about the Dragon Ball Super Card Game, presented by Team TCG Mafia and produced by Lobat. Yo, yo, yo! What is up, everybody? Hermistall Podcast. We are back. It is March 3rd, new month, uh, Wednesday. Mike's here with me. What's up, everybody? We got another episode today. Uh, you know what? This is going to be the best one we've ever done. You say that every time. Hopefully, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not, don't tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Just lie to us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but we're we're almost there, man. A few yeah. days before Miami, right? Yeah, a few days from Miami. I leave tomorrow. Uh, gotta gotta get this deck together. I think I know what I'm playing, but I'm bringing a backup deck just in case, you know. So we'll we'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that more in the in the episode today. We got on today's agenda. We're gonna talk about some rogue decks that you might want to consider playing if you don't want to play the the big decks in the room. Yeah, and uh, just our expectations for the Miami Invitational. Yeah, say what I expect to see number wise. I'll I'll base it all I'll base it all off a hundred. If there's a hundred players. I expect this amount of the decks. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's a good idea. That's actually uh last night, the MRG podcast. That's actually exactly how they did it. That's how you should do which it. Which is funny because you didn't listen to it. But no, I didn't listen to it at <laughs> it's all. Funny. That's why it's funny that you said that. Yeah. I said I caught the after part, but I didn't catch them talk about that. Uh, shout out to our boy, Jordan Markle, though. Gave the Hermit Style podcast a shout out. I said those are the homies over there. I can't, oh, yeah. I can't wait to uh, hang out with them this weekend. Actually, I'm staying with them in their hotel. So. I know, man. I'm jealous. I wish I could come hang with everybody. It should be a good time. Yeah. And, you know, I keep talking about these night out cookies. I'm about to spend at least $100 on cookies this weekend. <laughs> I might look a little fatter on camera. <laughs> I'm eating a mm. fuck ton of cookies. Mm. I'm jealous, bro. You know I love cookies. I know you do. Bro. That's why I was like, man, I know Jim nervous about COVID, but I think he should come to this one. <laughs> these cookies are good enough They're to risk it. <laughs> You're probably right, bro. Oh, my God. Yesterday, I literally, so my mom made me a ton of cookies. So, you know, I've been working a lot. I've been mm-hmm. kind of stressed. So she said, I'm going to make you some cookies, which very thankful for. So I went, picked up the cookies from my mom. And then I went to famous Uncle Al's to get a chili dog. Oh. And they had fresh baked cookies. I said, I need some of those too. Jim gets so, a cookie like every time we go out if the place has cookies. Oh, they have a cookie? I get a cookie, bro. Why would you not? How do you finish a meal and not have something sweet at the end? Because I've been drinking Coke the whole meal. That's all the sweetness I need. It's got to be wrong. <laughs> it's nah. got to be. That sounds so wrong in my head, bro. I like, bro, my body's so messed up from eating so many cookies. I literally, my body will think I'm still hungry if I don't have a cookie when I'm done no. with my meal. <laughs> Endless pit, right? Just like, just keep on eating. Like, why I just keep on eating? Oh, yeah, there's no bro. cookies here. Mm-hmm. That's why. Yeah, I ate a lot of cookies yesterday. I was feeling it. This is how you know I'm addicted to. I ate a bunch of them and then my stomach started feeling not good. I was like, man, I should chill. And then literally the second, I was like, man, my stomach feels a little better. Finish my cookie. <laughs> <laughs> that's bad. I know. That's like, that's like the crackheads. They're like, yeah, I got, I got, I got to get right. They start they feeling all like shit. They start feeling better. They're like a little bit of crack won't hurt. Hey man, if we're ever in a tournament, you want to make it worth my time? <laughs> oh, you want to hit with, with Anthony Hernandez bribe? You know, make, I'll make it worth your while. Just pull what out a fucking got, bag bro? of chips ahoy. <laughs> You pull out some Panera candy cookies, you might have me, bro. You, you might get the dub. <laughs> That's fucking wild. 
Oh, oh man. Shoot, bro. I say Jim finally caught up on WandaVision. He, oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did catch up on he, WandaVision. He likes the show. I do not Which like I it. Which I usually don't like TV. Yeah, Jim all. Jim actually hates TV. I love TV. Uh, it's different. It's different. It, yeah, it's different. You know what's funny, though? As they get more into, like, the real superhero stuff, I've been losing interest, though. Mm. I was much more interested when I was just like, this is a cool sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I just hate the the oh. how drawn out it is. I feel like I could have got a lot of this in like four episodes, and I could have got more. And I'm just it's just taking forever. That's true. I don't know. I also love Malcolm in the Middle. Yes. So when they did the Malcolm in the Middle throwback, I was like, oh, this is sweet. <laughs> I actually always my band. I always wanted to cover the intro song. The Malcolm in the Middle episode is the Halloween episode, right? Uh yeah, I the, think so. I believe it's Halloween episode. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But yeah, literally the episode started and I was like, this is Malcolm in the Middle. Mm-hmm. And Brie was like, how did you know that? I was like, I watched a lot of that show. Frankie, Frankie, Frankie Muniz is uh, Jimmy's favorite actor. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> not at all. But I did love that show. Uh, but yeah, WandaVision is cool. I recommend it. I do not actually recommend it. <laughs> I, you know, I recommend I recommend watching Snowfall. It just came back on, actually. What is that? Uh, it's on FX. Um, it's a show about like, drugs in the 80s and the early 90s like the cocaine trade and crack and all that okay and it, start, it shows all three perspectives it shows the like black community the government part and then like the south america like part of all of it and, okay. it, and it all tie shows all of it tied together and it's just a really cool story and every season it's just been like plot twist after plot twist after plot twist. i was like this is well done because i've I'm not gonna lie when i first saw the first episode i said it's just another one of those stupid el chapo shows i'm off of this I just watched El Chapo and all the other ones that are on Netflix and every other channel or st- streaming channel. But then I was like, I'll, I'll rewatch because a couple people said it was pretty good. Once you get past the first episode, they're like, it's not just another El Chapo show. I was like, okay, well, I'll get a shot. And now I'm addicted. I've been waiting. Like I've watched uh, last week was the premiere of season four. I watched it at least three times now. So it's good. We're watching. We are. We're watching All American and we're watching Blacklist. Those Black- are our three shows. WandaVision, All American, Blacklist. Blacklist is good. Uh, I do not like All American like that. I don't know. All American's weird. I watch it knowing that it's bad. There's too many cliche things in there. There's right? ve- very cliche, very cliche. Yeah. But for some reason, I just really care about what happens I mean, to the like, characters. Yeah, like Coop is. I I like the character Coop, and then just like every time you're like, I know it's gonna happen. You watch, you, then you watch it. It happens. It you're happens like, every time. You already knew it. You knew it was gonna happen. I was like, God damn it! Like, couldn't just be less predictable. But it, yeah. And some of the acting is pretty bad. Yeah. Some of the acting is real bad. Uh, and it feels like they just look at whatever hot topics are on the news and they're like, oh, we're going to we're gonna get in on this. Time to make some money. <laughs> hey, man. That's what you got to do sometimes, right? Yeah. But all right, l- l- let's get into Dragon let's Ball. Let's keep news. it strictly Dragon Ball. <laughs> I wish I had that drop. <laughs> news from the lookout. All right, Hermit Style Tournament has been pushed back. Sorry, guys. Uh, we had a feeling this could happen. We just weren't sure. Uh, more regional dates came out, and they're just all over the place. Like, and I told us back. Yeah, they said, whoa, 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 new up-and-coming TOs, got to stop them. <laughs> so we're going to do it on May 8th. If you can call us that. If anyone calls us that. Uh, we're not TOs. Yeah. Um, far from it. Uh, Appreciate the compliment. <laughs> yeah, don't insult what the actual TOs yeah. do for a living. <laughs> we're not, not doing that. We're not doing that. Don't have low expectations. <laughs> But uh, 
They're doing it on May 8th now. Uh, hope to God there's no more. Re- Actually, I do hope to God there are more regionals. Yeah, because I'm trying to get in on them. This get- is the real reason we're rescheduling. Mike and I are both playing in yeah, this. Playing. Our girlfriends will probably dump us if we do back-to-back literal full days of tournaments. Yeah, so I'm just like, hey, man, I do want more regionals, but I also want to do this. So it just needs to be on a non-regional weekend, Yeah, which May 8th is the first non-regional weekend we're looking at. So It's crazy. I mean, it's cool, though, regional season, like every weekend. Yeah, I mean, that's what we wanted, right? We wanted more events. They gave it to us. Yeah, so if, also, so PPG event for the first PPG sold out almost immediately. Oh, yeah. If you're in the Discord when I posted it, uh, hopefully you got in. And then... Carta Magica Carta also Magica sold out. Sold out. But if you're in the Discord again, you would have got in early. Because I put in when they messed up and left registrations yep. open to everyone. Moral of the story, be in the Discord. Be in you the know Discord. What you know yep. what I'm saying? Because... I mean, we're both in Carter Magic, and we signed up the day of just like them doing it. Like for when it was Canadians only, they didn't have the lock on for non for U.S. players. Oh, we were in there. So we got in there, and they said they're going to honor anybody they let yep. that got in. They because, have to, yeah, because they messed they up. They have to. It's their fault. Mm-hmm. And they also weren't clear about it. Yep. It wasn't on their website. He literally just posted because that's what I signed up, and I saw him go on Facebook and say, "Hey, like U.S. opens at one." I said, "Oh, what's going on?" I already signed because I was like, "Am I out there?" Like, are you? I, like give I me my money, money back. back. Yeah, yeah. I need my money back. So I was like, I need to know what's going on here. And then he was like, Oh, I was like, I didn't realize it was a tech error. So our team's working on it, but you're good if you signed up. And then apparently a lot of people signed up. Oh yeah, they did. So uh so hopefully you got in on that. If not, hopefully you got in at one PM on Tuesday. Yeah, for the forty five minutes that it was uh, until it got booked. Yeah, yeah. But if you knew it won and you were on it, you know. You could have got in. You, you could have got in. And yeah. then so tax was to be announcing in Tax, tax should be announcing sometime to, uh, well, by the time you hear this podcast, yeah. it should have already been announced actually. Yep. But again, just be in the discord. We, we post in there when we find out stuff. Yep. Every so time. Just be in the discord. We, someone asked if we can tag everyone. We're not going to tag everyone nope. because for one, people get real mad. Yep. People get real, real mad when I'm one of those people who get real mad. I don't need to be alerted. I also like found out that I've been thinking that it's been broken. So everyone can still use at everyone, but because I turned it off, it doesn't actually notify anyone. So everyone getting mad that it's at everyone, you shouldn't be getting a notification. But if you do, let me know. And we still warn people not to use it anyways, yeah. just to be safe. But if you do get a notification, please let me know. Cause I've messed with the settings like a million times, mm-hmm. a million times. Jim is the tech guy for us. Uh, yeah. Apparently I'm not very good at it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so just be on the lookout for regional signups. Try and get in on those. The prizing's great and it's it's yeah. just going to be fun. If you win any of the winner cards, let me know. Yeah. Uh, me too. <laughs> uh, also, we extended the playmat pre-orders till the end of this weekend. Yep. So if you haven't pre-ordered your Hermit Style Bad Beats playmat, definitely get in on that. Uh, they're dope. One mat is me shooting a Kai blast and the other side is Mike shooting a Kai blast. It's like, we're fighting each other, whoever sells the most. So whoever gets the most mat spot, uh, they win and the loser has to buy the winner Chipotle for a month. So definitely get in on that. We have no idea how anyone's doing. Tommy's keeping track of it from bad beats. All you got to do is message him to pre-order yours today. Um, so yeah. And I've been slacking on YouTube. I apologize. I legitimately have just not had the time. I tried actually the other night and I literally fell asleep on my laptop trying to do it. <laughs> so I promise I am trying my best. Uh, but unfortunately my body has decided I cannot continue running on four <laughs> hours of sleep. So I'm, uh, I'm trying to figure things out, <laughs> but they will be back. I actually have one video that's going to go up today, Wednesday, hopefully, cause it's done. Now all I got to do is just actually 
pull up my MacBook, go onto YouTube and upload it. And then, uh, going to start working on the next one and get us caught up on this. Uh, all right. Next piece of news, uh, new art reveals. I don't like them, but you know, yeah. some people do like them. I mean, I don't think the strength of legends card is ugly or anything like that. I just think like, why did you reprint it? Like, yeah, I don't know either. who's out here begging for the strength of legends reprint. I like the card. It's cool. It's sweet. Yeah, it's, okay. right here. it's right here on a play mat. Like he's a cool card. I just don't understand why I would ever need a reprint of a card that costs like five bucks. I mean, he he's like regular, like fifteen to twenty. Is he? Yeah. Sure. I still don't need a reprint. But of that. No, I don't need a reprint either. It's kind of random. I mean, honestly, the Royal Prospect reprint wasn't needed either. That card's just not as good as it used to be right now. To be honest, it's just too late. Like they did a very piss poor job. With that survey, that survey should have not even had that card as an option because when as soon as they put it as an option on that survey for what people want to reprint it, you knew that that's what they were going to pick. But the format, like for set 12, it doesn't have any impact. This card could easily just not be playable the following set 13. It's already halfway out now. And in set 13, right. if it's not fucking big overcosted cards being played, this card is useless. Yeah. So now you got some in demand reprinted card that's fucking terrible being reprinted. So it should like the cards that need to be reprinted. Nobody wants to say it, but like Dora Potential Unleashed, uh, Violent Rays, those are the card. Those type of cards need to be reprinted. Not this, not the trunks, but it's what we got. Um, so yeah, hopefully people are happy, but they're gonna be sad when they realize that damn. This first of all, it's a promo still, so it's not gonna be cheap. Like, I think the stores are gonna get thirty six packs, thirty two, thirty two pack, thirty two packs. There's one, yeah, thirty two in a kit, thirty two in a kit. Potential that stores will get multiple kits. I don't know. Uh, yeah, you could potentially get multiple kids, but so like, just say like, if you can't get one store, so like 32 is not divisible by three, but so it's like one in three chance though for every, out of every three packs. Right. Right. It's not very many of no, them. No, there's not. Probably around the same amount of fucking TP trunks that already existed. So yeah. you, you might double the quantity. You got of 10 that. or 11 in a kit. Yeah. You might double the quantity of that card, but it's a card that's a four of when people play it. So yeah, price will go down some. Yeah, some. Not as much as you think. No. <laughs> no like the, but they were perfect. It's kind of like Ape reprints, right? Yeah, like that, when, when Ape reprint happened. But that was hella late, too, though. See, that's what they fucked up on that one, too. That's, that, this is actually, yeah, but I'm saying, like, when it when it came out, though, mm-hmm. the price really didn't drop much. No, it did not. No, you're right. That's true. But everyone talked about how the price was going to drop. Yeah, that's not what's going to happen here at all. It's, it's going to literally be like the Ape. Like, Broly TP, that was right on fucking time. Like, that, like they printed Broly TP. Everybody was pissed. The event pack came out a month and a half later. Price came down all the way on the card. Yeah. Like that was nice. Like you went from being a $90 to a $50 promo. Yeah. Cool. This right here is not going to be with that. This chunk still going to cost you 30, 40 bucks. Yep. Um, but anyways, they also revealed the SCR. If you're listening to the podcast, uh, yeah. you already had the in that mm-hmm. it was a, a heroin. Her- yeah. Is it heroin or heroin? I call it heroin. Because I like the drug heroin. <laughs> well, I don't use heroin anybody. But like, that sounded really bad. <laughs> but uh, I just like you know I watch a lot of drug TV shows. Said I so like heroin. Whenever I get to use the word heroin, I try to use it. So I I call it heroin. But I think it's heroin. Heroin or heroin. Her- no, nah, it's gotta be heroin. Heroin. The bitches. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's whatever. Uh, I mean, I, the card's cool. Change of Hearts, a really cool card in Yu Gi Oh. Um, People think it's a field card. Yeah, it's not a field card. Um, I know it's horizontal, like the field cards, uh, but it's not a field card. So you don't have to worry about how you're placing it because your extra cards go from your hand to your drop. Yeah. So you were never. That's gonna... why people thought I was real broken at first because like, I can steal a card every turn. I'm like, no, you can't. 
If you could, though, what if what if they're like, fuck, we messed up around it? Oh my god, that's the best SCR ever made. Yeah, Mecha Frieza it instantly comes the best deck. Shit, I, bro, I don't know. I think every deck becomes the best deck at that point. I don't, bro, just, Mecha Frieza plays Final Flash for free. Yeah, you can take any card you want at any time, pretty much. Well, it can't seven drop and lower. Okay. Card must be terrible. Wow. <laughs> so many eight drops I'm playing these days. No, not only SCRs. You pretty much just not take it. You got the I, new 17, 18. Like. <laughs> no one's playing that shit. That shit's not that good. It's all right. But uh, yeah, no, you're not wrong. I don't know. That card's kind of crazy. It is, but I feel like I'd rather just play the U9 ramp deck instead. Yeah, probably. I don't know. It's pretty sweet, though. <laughs> I get to play Android 17. So I don't know, like Gogeta 7 vibes off of Android 17 if I could play it on turn four. Yeah. Versus I'm like, turn four, I'll look in your hand and take some cards. Mm, that ain't the same. But uh, no, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's a heroin card. It's pretty good. Uh, there's conflicting reports on SCR ratios right now. The guy who re- the guy who revealed it said there was one SCR in the case. Right. Somebody today came out and said that there's four SCRs in the case. I am very curious now. So, um, here, here's what I'll say about it. Mini market watch, right? Mm-hmm. If if it ends up being four, I can almost guarantee you the community at large will not catch on. That means you need to sell ASAP. Oh, yeah, for sure. It means you need to sell ASAP. Mm-hmm. Because one, this SCR is not good. No. It sucks. It's a change of heart, but sure. It's it good. sucks. I'm playing it in like five decks. I'm not playing it. I'm playing it. I think it's better than the Kai. There's no way. I think it's better than Kai. I think the Kai sucks. There's no way, bro. You're snapped. I think the Kai sucks. Everybody keeps trying to tell me the Kai card is good. And then I like I spectate a lot of games. And I'm like, I also play a lot of games. The Kai, but the Kai, I never expect that Kai to be good against me. Like the decks I play. It's just never. I I play a lot of like goofy. Well, yeah. So I'm just like, sure. sure. Against me, the card is gonna be pointless. Sure. But I watch them play other people and I'm like, when is that card good? Where was the opportunity for that card to be good? And it's just not like I'm like uh, I'm not seeing it. I, I do get that like it fucks on reboot Gohan though on some wild shit. Like your reboot Gohan opponent, if you play a card, could never beat you. Which means reboot Gohan probably should just not be playable because so many people are playing the card right now. Reboot but, Gohan should never be playable. But that deck's so bad. Do I want to board wipe my opponent, or do I want to take their best card mid combo? I want to take your. I, you think you're about it? What that's uh? What's the mass sand card where he's like this? Brainwash no more. Yeah, brainwash no more. That card's broken, right? Like, let's be fair. That card's actually broken. Uh, this card's brainwash no more, but better. I don't have to lose a life. I don't have to pay it energy, and I just stole the card that was attacking me. I don't know, bro. <laughs> exactly. I'm not. I, I'm. I'm not. I'm not very high on. Like, I mean, there's sure there's some decks where you're sitting there, like, what SCR do I play? Oh, I can't play Celzino. I can't play Baby Hatch. Yeah, so now you're looking at the Kai. And or now you're of looking heart. at the Kai or Change of Heart. And sure, there there might be ones where Change of Heart's better, but it, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I think the Change of Heart. I is think fucking nuts. oftentimes the Kai is going to be better. I mean, we'll play games and we'll see. But I'm, I think the Kai is just not it. Like I'm, I don't know. Like I understand one energy, forty k body. Uh, put a double strike on it. So for two energy, you get fifty k double striker. I get it. Clear the board. What, what board is there to clear though? Like what what board am I clearing that matters? I look at launch. Uh there's obviously three different versions of launch out there right now. The red green version, it does have some impact on for sure. But the red green version sucks. Like I think anyone playing the red green version is making a mistake right now, to be honest. Like mm-hmm. it's just if Piccolo's answered, you lose. Well, guess yeah. what? 
Everyone's answering. Pit Everyone's Bowling. answering. Pit. There's literally the best deck in the format. Dart Broly literally said, "Hey man, I warp two cards a turn from the board normally. Damn, guess who's gone? Piccolo and Acrobatics. That shit's trash. Like uh, the tricolor doesn't rely on as much. It plays more rival, but it does still play the Piccolo. But it's got a lot of rival double strikers, so it's trying to get in there. Uh, they played those cards for for such a low low value. They replaced them when they played them because of the launch, drawing two and flipping over and shit. So I'm like." How good is it there? And then the red blue version doesn't even play battle cards like that. So I don't see it being good there. King Piccolo rebuilds their shit instantly. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, uh, dude, it's like, all right, I'll just combo all these cards again. You're like, I guess they're back on the board. Uh, Dark Broly doesn't care. Uh, Mecha Frieza does not have a board like that for real. I mean, sure, it could be detrimental if they fucking overextend. You can punish them, put them out the game. I do agree. Red Broly, I'm never Kai in Red Broly, bro. There's yeah. no way. You're like uh, I'm mainly kind to double striker. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not kind to remove the board, but I will Kai them to double strike with double strike on it. I just don't get. It. I mean, I don't say invokers not doing against. Invokers. I just if it went through barrier, maybe just yeah. maybe, but it doesn't go through barrier. So I'm like nah. But I I do like brainwash no more as a card. So I feel like the change of heart is like just the nuts, right? Like you're like heroin legit. Like they're like I'll combo out for game on this card. You're like I'll take that card. I just won the game. The Kai almost never wins the game when I see people play it. I know that heroin lineage card is going to win the game every time somebody plays it. I guess. I just don't think there's that many decks that are going to play it, though. Like, I think there's a lot of decks where the Kai is going to get you more value. And then what Like, what happens when they just swing with a card with barrier? Or does the heroin card go through barrier? It does not go through barrier. Yeah, so It has the same weakness as Kai about the barrier. Yeah. But the Kai just doesn't win the game. I hate, car- I hate that my SCR doesn't win the game. That's something yeah, I, I, I mean, don't. I don't know. But you have to catch your opponent being bad, though, right? Like, I mean, you're not going to combo on your cards. I'm not going to go for a game if I think that you're going to fucking... It's no different than when you play a green deck and you think they're playing the ape and you go all in on a fucking battle card swing and they pop your card with the ape. That's, uh, that's better. The difference between it is the ape has... To, I have to have one energy up for the ape. So, like, mm-hmm. but this card requires zero energy. Mm-hmm. So, I can be tap out, fully extend. I can over... I thought it, it cost one. No. What? No, it's free. Hang on. We need to look at this. It's free, bro. It's. F- Are you sure about this? Yeah. We need to look at this right now. Because <laughs> if it's free, I-, I might be with you. Activate battle. If your opponent has three or more energy, choose one of your opponent's battle cards with energy cost seven or less. Yeah, it costs one, bro. Oh, it do cost one. Yeah. Still good. Don't care. I mean, it is eight now, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And the eight just kills anything. So you're not playing in a green deck now. You're not playing in a blue deck. No. I said my. Uh, uh, you're not no. playing it in decks that play Cell Zeno. So, yeah. like, what deck are you playing this it's in? My black decks. Sure, maybe. Kai still might be better, though. Depends on the format. Yeah. I think it's format dependent in some black decks, maybe red decks. Mm, I didn't realize this bitch cost one. Yeah. Oh, it's free. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still going to play it. Hey man, I mean it's not terrible. I'm just like I don't know. No, I'm with you now. I'm a little sketched out. Yeah. I thought it was free. No, it's not pardon free. me, guys. I fucked up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Free play mecha, I guess. <laughs> nah, it's got to be my yellow. Oh right, yeah, true. That shit's brutal. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, heroin lineage. In the binder you go. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next piece of news. We we've been stuck on this for a while. <laughs> Uh, all right. 
PPG webcam rules. So PPG finally put out like official rules for being on a webcam. Thank God. Yes. We can refer to a rules, call a judge, say, hey, judge, he's actually breaking a rule now mm-hmm. and get, not a suggestion. Get these idiots out of here. <laughs> like, you know, this, yep. the fact that everything was suggested was a joke. They're like, oh, I suggest you do this. Nah, dog. Tell me what to do. Like, you're the right. TO. You set the rules. It is what it is. Yeah. If you only have a cell phone that can point vertically at your mat and only see half your mat, sorry, bro. Yeah. I mean, you lost your $10. I'm going to be honest with you. I understand that not everybody has like money to buy stuff and stuff like that. Like, sure. Sure. There are still ways to do things though. Like just, you gotta be a little bit more creative. Yeah. Like you can use your cell phone still. You can still just use put some effort into, into it. it. Like don't try to hold your phone above and it just. People do some wild stuff. So thank you PPG for finally doing that. Yep. It was much needed. Hopefully Bandai adopts the same. I imagine it is cause they're going to use these in their, in their regional rules. Yeah. So I imagine Bandai has all the intent yeah. of using these rules. Yeah, I just hope Bandai makes it a norm, like a standard for all TOs to follow for their regionals. I say I hope so, because um, I plan on playing in all of them. So I I need these rules and put it in black and white. Yeah, exactly. Uh, also for Miami this weekend, they announced LCQs. Yes, so you can go down there, play. These LCQs, terrible. <laughs> uh, there's two options. Isn't that kind of them? Option one, eight-man pods. Winner of the pod gets his invite. And sixty dollars right. store credit. I actually think that's how LCQ should be done. That's I'm actually surprised that they're even doing store credit. That's pretty kind of them, actually. Yeah, I say that is, but because usually LCQs are just a money grab for the TL. Mm-hmm. So they're so like, at least they're giving something back. I say I 100 like respect that idea. I think it's a great idea. It should have been that. That option two is real sus though. Uh, they said one v one me. One v winner gets the invite. One v one a random person, and you get it. Winner gets the invite. So anyone. At this point, this is no longer an invitational. <laughs> this is a. Uh, if you can't go in, and you can do multiple. You right? can do multiple. You can just keep. It's oh, they're running them from one to nine. Yeah. So at this point, if you cannot get into this tournament, you should not be playing. Yeah, you, or you should be. Listening you need to, to go our, practice. A yeah, little you bit. should listen to our podcast more. <laughs> playing in our Discord more with us. Go you back know, to episode one. one. <laughs> get all get all you need because like it doesn't make any sense <laughs> that you can't win one match all day. Like you can at sit, some point you got to see like your favorable matchup. Yeah, you like, got it doesn't to, matter what deck you're playing. You, know, you just sit down. I don't care what deck you're playing. Like, right. You can go play my U7 Gohan list. You're going to beat somebody. <laughs> Bro, like they, I'm just sitting there thinking about it. I'm like, what if I was playing, I'll use the Gex because mm-hmm. budget deck now in the format to be realistically, right? I show up with my Vigex deck. I'm like, damn, that's a bad matchup. All right, scoop. Uh, Tim Wardell, hey, next guy. <laughs> like, exactly. Don't even waste your time. time. Don't even waste your time. Like you can just look for your favorite matchup. But the way it sounds is like, Two people at the same time, somebody who will throw you the win. If yeah. you're smart, hey, man, I'll give you $10. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> scoop, give it to you. So, like, really, you're going to pay $20 for your invite at best. Just, like, literally get someone to scoop to you. That's that's a real wild way to do it. <laughs> it's the wildest way of doing things. I said, why would they do this? I wonder if they just aren't didn't get enough people to register. I, they do want more people. I think it was, like, 88 people or something like that last it was at. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's not that people don't want to play the invitation. It's just the fact that. You know, COVID's got COVID. some people yeah, shook. Yeah. And I get that. That's why I'm not, I would go if it wasn't for yeah. COVID. It's like nobody's like, oh, PPG tournaments are. No, it's just literally COVID has people scared. So. I almost went. Yeah, I say Jim should go. It's not too late to book. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they, they do want as many people as possible. I, I love the idea of having the tournament be as large as possible. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, this is, I don't even know if that's what, that, what their thought was, was right there. I think that. They just wanted to make it accessible for some people who probably couldn't win an eight-man pod. I ain't going to call them out. But there's some people who can't win an eight-man pod for, for most likely. So they're like, hey, man, 
let's give them an opportunity to get in there and see if they can spike the tournament <laughs> because that's that's what their that's what their name in this community is built off being being spikes if you, you know what i'm talking when i say spikes i'm talking about like the magic terminology of the casual player the ultra competitive player and then the player who just plays the play like and i use the word spikes just to talk about that person they got these people are some spikes uh but they just don't do well normally but they do well occasionally when they have the meta figured out and they have some control over the said meta. So, but we'll see how it goes for them. I don't know, but I hope some people get their invites uh, this way. I assume it's free wins. Anybody who had to get it one V one. I want to play a person round one. <laughs> <laughs> I would play a person. I'll be out there. They're, 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 they're going to be out there for sure. Uh, also, News of regarding the PPG invitational, we will not be having Donald Bookhart oh, in attendance. Yeah, no Donald. Yeah, he he can't go. Kids I was birthday. looking forward to your uh, live streaming of uh, Donald, Donald yes. arriving. I was gonna have the Donald arrival. I was gonna vlog it, and I was hoping to play Donald, bust out my uh, cl- my clout tokens on him, you know. <laughs> but he's not gonna be there, so it sucks. Very sad. Very very sad. Very sad. <laughs> Uh, all right. <laughs> this is like the longest news segment. Let's go into the main topic. Turtle School Weekly Focus. All right. So we are talking about some rogue decks that you can play and Miami expectations. Yeah. I say a lot of people don't want to play the big name decks. You know. So in your opinion, what are the big name decks? The big name decks are Dart Broly being the best deck. Like anybody who thinks Dart Broly is not the best deck probably hasn't played that deck or played some or played against the deck with somebody knowing what to do with it. Then there's Mecha Frieza. Uh, that deck is it preys upon people not being as good as the person piloting the deck. Like if, if you play against somebody and you're just better than them, you're probably gonna win Mecha. It's like a 99% chance you win. Uh Red Broly, which it's kind of fading out the format because these other decks I'm about to say after it, but you have to respect it in the room. Like it's like it's a deck that people play. And to be honest with you, it got people to invite to Miami. So there's no reason that, that they're backing off, right? Like if you've been playing Red Broly, and it oh, yeah, got, it's it, definitely going to be there. Yeah. Like people don't like, I it. don't think it'll be highly represented. No, but, but it'll I, be there. I, I'll go over my numbers on what I think it will be actually. At the end I of think this. we'll see one in top. Oh, for sure. I mean, I the, think only one will make it though. It's not like a deck that can't do well. It's just very powerful deck. Very powerful. And you just, if you just open well and, and they open well, you probably still win, but if you open mediocre and they open mediocre, they probably win. That's how it yeah. is. But regardless, uh, then there's launch. There's three different variants of launch. I think launch is definitely like a deck you have to worry about in the format and King Piccolo. These, that's like the ultimate mid rangey deck. Uh, my issue with King Piccolo though, is it relies on a battle card that doesn't have barrier. So it could be easily removed, which when it's removed, it hurts. The deck. So it's, it's weird. But it is a good deck, though. Very, very good. Those are the big decks. Uh, I mean, obviously, you have Invoker, but that's a deck that people feel priced out of these days. But I don't think you have to play Apex anymore. I think Apex is not, I won't say overrated. I think that it's just used to win way too little amount of games to warrant playing it. The Kyle probably actually win you more games in Apex than Invoker than Apex would. Like you just being a stop their leader from attacking and their unison probably win you a lot more games than uh, saying, oh, I have this SCR that I have five extra cards in my drop to play because I rarely have the five extra cards in my drop. Yeah. That's just not the nature of the deck, right? It doesn't, you have to remove the cards to add cards to your hand. I just don't be I don't know. I, 
I always have it. You always have it? I, I don't, always, I have don't it. always have it when I'm playing There was it. one game, because that says a lot of Invoker over the past month. I've only had one game where I didn't have it, actually. That's wild. I almost never have that shit. I'm like, huh. I feel like if I don't have it, it's because, I mean, I feel like if I do have it, it's because I wasn't hitting on TOP. My TOPs were bad, right? I didn't have multicolor cards on top of my deck. That was the time I didn't have it. Yeah, because you had because yeah. you had multicolor cards on top of your deck, right? Yeah. So you're just like taking making your hand big. So it's like a give and take with it. But that deck is definitely good. It's in the room. And then there's Green Turtles, which it's a very good deck. Uh, some reason people just don't want to play it. I don't know. It's I would never call it a rogue deck because it's way too good to be rogue. But it's just not what I it kind of is though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it just kind of is. Even though I got second place at the last in-person tournament we've had, and it's also topped all the webcams. So it's like, what, why is this deck being considered rogue? I don't get it, but it is, but I fully expect to see that. But those are the main decks in the format. So, but there's a lot I of agree. decks. There's a lot of decks you can play that aren't those decks. Yeah. So I'll I think, go, I'll I think go, those are the big decks though. Yeah. Those are the big ones. Oh, Sin Shinron. Yeah, I wouldn't call it one of the big decks, but it's like the next step down. Yeah, it's the next, like it's the next step down. And that's pretty much where all the road decks are, really, right? They're just yeah. the next step down right now. You can't say, like... The format's so... It's weird. Like, the format is so big, but known, yeah. right? Like, there there aren't many decks out there that are just, like, completely unknown, no one knows about. Yeah, I don't think there is one. I keep feeling like there is one, though, right? Like, maybe like, just someone isn't saying say that they figured not, out something. Someone figured something out, they're not saying anything about the unveiling. Like, everyone spilled the beans about Red Blue Invoker um, launch. launch. Yeah, which that deck should have never, never should have been spoiled. That was, that's the deck for... That should have been the Miami deck, That's right? the Miami deck, right? Like, Or it was the Miami deck. Like, nobody would have known what to do against that deck. Right, it would have been like the Hercule that we talked about mm-hmm. on the episode with Joe. When Lake City went, right. yeah, it would have been nuts. But uh, it got spoiled, and now it's like... Now everyone knows about everybody it. Everybody knows about and it. And everyone's prepping for, for that. Yeah. And it also probably screwed some invokers, because now people are just have their eyes on Cat Blow, yep. right? They're like, okay, I got to make sure I play around this. Yeah, I so say, like, I literally just, when I came to Hell, I said, hey, man, do you have two of this card? Or I said, do you have this card? Yeah. I need two of it. And he actually had two of it. I was like, thank God. Because, like, you just need answers, right, to win against that type of strategy. So we're looking at... That's actually, I think, making Invoker worse this weekend for sure. Yeah, that's that's actually why I've moved off of Invoker. Yeah, I say Red Blue Launch just kind of like ruined that. Red Blue or, Launch re- literally just ruined my mood. I think I it's, a, like, uh, it's a better catastrophic blow deck. Like It's like 100% just a better catastrophic blow deck. I'll explain why it's the better catastrophic blow deck. I thought it was a meme for a while. You said no. I was like, I don't know. Maybe it's still a meme, but now I'm, I'm with you. I've changed my mind. All right. So if we look at Invoker, you can explain it. If, we, okay. if we look at Invoker Goku and Launch, right? They're both red leaders. Obviously, Invoker has part blue, though. It's a surge leader. You have access to D-Magic. That's a great card. Uh, but D-Magic is not as good in this format as it has been in previous formats, though. D-Magic is not like... We're looking for turn ending the gates these days. We're not looking for, like, stopping one card in the gates. Also, when you play the Beerus Super Combo, you already have an untap in your deck, and it helps for the arrival of the arrival cards in your deck, like Cooler, which both decks typically play. You know, I don't play Invoker with Cooler, but most people will play Invoker with Cooler. So we're looking at decks that pretty much are red decks with arrival stuff in it. And they have control cards like Topo and and uh, Violent Rays. Violent Rays, right. Both these decks are playing the same defensive cards when it comes to Negates. Outside of Sleepy Boy, Sleepy Boy Technique, uh, Royal Condemnation, Death Beam. and Death Beam. Those are the three cards that are unique to Invoker. That's very cool. Uh, they all require you to have... Oh, I guess combination attacks also. But I could play combination attack in launch, though. There's no reason mm-hmm. I can't play that card, actually. Reprisal. Yeah, reprise. I could also play a card. Like, I could play both these cards in, in launch. 
no issue with playing them because it's, it's two mana and you always have two mana or two energy, two energy mm-hmm. up. So right. you can play. I won't, I won't say those are exclusive. I think three and up makes it exclusive because like there's, sure. no, way, there's no way. There's no way you're tapping. There's three no way I'm tapping three. Cards, Especially this no. combination attack really only costs one. So that one's super usable, right? Yeah. Like, but, uh, so I'm looking, you're looking at what we do in the early turns of invoker. You take a lot of hits a lot of times, to be honest, because you just don't have the invoker ability on online. It's just not there. You might cooler. You also don't draw that many cards in Invoker on the front side. You have a lot of you have a lot of look at cards and manipulate what you draw because of TOP if you open it. We have like about a 40% chance of opening TOP. With launch, I don't have to open anything except like the flip pieces. And that's very easy, especially because you can use them from the drop. So once you have one, you have it twice, technically. So if I open a if I open TOP and I open one flip card, just both about 40% opening. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna draw anything off TOP. I negged one from hand actually off of TOP, right? Uh, this card, I'm gonna draw a card for my leader. I'm gonna flip a life, and I'm gonna draw an additional card for flipping over. I have now drawn two cards off of this card. I'm deeper in my deck than 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 the surge deck is. You can obviously pitch a card with your leader to draw a card. Sure, that's cool. Still, I'm still deeper in my deck than you are. We do that over the course of my turn and my opponent's turn. I also get to use my launch effects on my opponent's turn when I combo. So I'm just drawing more cards as we go. So I'm going to get deeper in my deck than the Evoker deck is going to get in their deck. We're both just trying to live to turn five so we can cash off and blow somebody because nothing about this combo says that I need to have a card that says Invoker on it like to get started or I need to have a Usama leader. So you really just have to have like, the Rival Seeker, Energy Combustion Goku, and the cash off and blows. So as we're playing, I'm going to live to turn one better than they will because they either they tapped out for... TOP or they play the direct blue energy. I can combo cards. I'm not a deck full of extra cards. I'm a deck full of battle cards. So I get to combo. I get to play like the combo coup, the one that you know, pay one, draw a card. Right. I'll draw right. two now. Yeah. So I'm I'm more cards than they are. And I actually can defend my life. But I also don't need to defend my life as early. I can, but I also can just stockpile cards for when the turns when I do need to defend. So we get to turn two. Uh same situation. You don't have any plays in, in Invoker on turn two. There's zero plays. In launch, I'm zero plays. I'm just keeping this open for Hercule Boo, Cooler, and the other Cooler, the one that bounces the Cooler back to my hand. I'm recycling the Cooler. So I play four Coolers in launch. You play two normally in Invoker. I have more better chance of seeing Cooler, and I also have the ability to bounce that Cooler back to my hand for another use out of it. So really, I'm playing eight copies of Cooler. Technically, it could be 12. We count Hercule Boo bouncing it back. Right. That's what I was going to say. It's Hercule So, I got a lot of copies of Neg My Opponent's Cards to Live. So, you don't have that in your deck. So, my my early game is just strictly better than your early game. Turn three, you tap out for Fujita almost every game if you can. I don't tap out. I just sit there and say, okay, man. See, I don't know. I don't I don't tap out a lot of times on three for Vegeta. I don't the format doesn't allow for it a lot. Correct. It, it, it doesn't allow. You have, you're trying to uphold a like Violet Rays or a Topo, right? right? Well, I don't even have to. I don't have to make that decision ever in my deck. Right. I just have it. I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for you to do whatever you do. Stop your play. Turn four. I just gotta survive one more turn. Turn four. I got violent rays and I got topo the same way you do. Uh, Sleep boy technique is good. Draw you two cards, but they remove Vegeta or you don't have Vegeta. Sleep boy technique is dead. That's not a very good card. On turn four, I literally have a large range of arrival plays that can make it untapped between Sensu Bean and Beers. So I live and we get turn five. I play the same combo you play. I've drawn all these cards because I draw more cards than you do. Yes, you manipulate to see what you draw. To make sure I have cash, all I have to do 
is play the Frieza friendly ri- friendly rival card. It's from the Ultra Instinct uh, surpassed starter deck or structure. I don't know what they call the deck. It's the the thing from set nine. The starter, the red Goku deck. It's a Frieza. Says when you combo this card, take a red extra card and put it in your drop. So when I combo that card and launch, I draw a card and I take my cash off below and put it up. And I just warp it, knowing that I'm not going to get anything from it. And I add it back with Rival Seeker. So all I ever have to actually do is draw one cash off a blow. And I intend on sending all the other ones to my drop. That same combo you have on turn five. But I'm better at defending because I get to play Crown of Retribution. And I also get to play the Fujita card. I forget his name. It's the Fujito card, though. It's uh, the pe- an anniversary box Fujita that came out the same when uh, last summer. And you used it in the Fujito deck to make the Fujito cards. Okay, yeah. It says literally counterplay a card with 15k or less and play this card. So like you can't freeze on me. You can't freeze upon me. You better have the extra card because I'm going to crowd retribution, take out Godzilla and Trunks. If you're playing a Godzilla and Trunks deck, but Godzilla and Trunks is not real in the format, to be honest. Like I play Godzilla and Trunks decks, but it's not real in the format. People just don't play those decks too often. So it's not a card I'm too worried about, but I just play crown just in case anyways. Also, your Sensu Beans are in your deck. So you just attack Sensu Bean and replay it. And now they're locked out of counterplay anyways. So Godson is not too great against that type of style of deck anyways. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel about the difference between... Because the, the only point I wanted to bring up was, well, how do you feel about the um, the leader ability to pitch one look at the hand as opposed to having to play the Broly and just grab a battle card? I think that, so the pitch will look at the hand take card. I do think that's a more powerful ability than Crown of Retribution. I, I know there's no right. argument, right? Obviously, yeah. Uh, I just don't think that's worth the sacrifice of the early game. The people who play well, in both. So my, more, where, more where I was going with that is, do you think that um, in, in that regard, don't you think that launch is easier to side for? Yes. I do think launch is easier to side for, but I think that, Siding for long invoker doesn't do anything else, right? Like it's just actually a deck that yeah. doesn't do anything. Sure. So me signing for that combo in launch, I already naturally have I have the answers for invoker also. So mm-hmm. it's more like if if this deck didn't exist, then invoker might be a little safer because people just probably wouldn't side the cards for because they would feel like these cards are just targeted at this one deck. I also think Piccolo Jr. though has raised like the question of do I sideboard cards for two drop like two drop three drop cards? Like focus breakthrough and cards like that. Like, do right. we start science cards because they you need them against this this deck? See, that's the thing. though. I think people are. Yeah, they are. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I think like just launch all the launch decks have made Invoker worse because people are coming ready for right. for it. But it's just a better catch up. But like, but, but but then if you can't rip that answer, I mean, the only one you're really worried about is Freeza. You're not worried about Godzilla. You're not worried about Godzilla realistically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you still play Crown just in case, right? Because yeah. Crown is uh in this in this case kind of feels like Sensu being five and six. Mm-hmm. To the degree, like it's not sense of being. Don't get. I'm not saying sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in use of your deck on turn five, you go crown. Look at your hand. All right, guys. Sorry if it looks a little choppy right there. We had some technical things that stopped recording while we were talking. Yeah. Uh, but basically, I think really what we're getting to is we're just breaking down. For me, where my head was at was, what am I gaining and losing from going from invoker to launch? And realistically, I'm just losing the ability to rip any card whereas launch has the ability to just defend yeah just defend better which is what you lose to you don't really lose to need like oh opponent having an answer in their hand too often maybe in a sided game but you can play around that i feel like what i like about launch is it's not as heavily reliant on obviously 
not relying at all on Vegeta. Yeah, where yeah. Invoker, man, when you play against Green and they just you can't you can't even play Vegeta. Yeah, so you're relying on the non-Invoker cards to try to play your deck. And there's so many Invoker, invoker cards, cards. Whereas Launch is your cards are basically always playable. Exactly. And to me, and that's that's what see that's where I bridge the gap to. Okay. Launch might be the way if you want to play these cards. Yeah, if I want, like, if I'm playing Hatchet, I'm definitely just playing Launch. I'm not playing Invoker at this point. And the problem is, like, Invoker notoriously loses to fast aggro decks. Launch will not lose to those decks. Once you get to that mid game, you were going to win anyways. Like, you're like, oh, we're turn four, turn five. Oh, this game's over. Like, I just got to live through one turn. I can, I can literally shit my whole hand out defending myself. Turn five is this game, right? So, there's no world where it's like, oh man, Invoker's better in the later turns, so that's a big deal. No, you were, the deck's invincible in the later turns, so who cares? And the same cards that make it invincible make Launch has. Mm-hmm. Like Topo, Violent Rays, Cooler. You're just like, damn, your deck fucking sucks against my deck. I'm just too good at like defending. Uh, early game, <laughs> Invoker's the worst deck defending. It's just, it's just bad at defending early. It's just like, oh, this feels terrible. So I would rather... I think most people would rather play a better deck early and still have that combo in their deck. So I think red blue launch is like insane. It's probably the best cat below deck. Probably best. Probably gonna get cat below banned to be honest, which we've been calling for, for over a year now. Bro, Please. we've been, oh my, I've been asking for this for so long. I hate invoker. Yeah. Everybody's wanting cash. On, like, I'm okay with invoker concept. I'm very upset with the work. The deck yeah. Let me rephrase. I hate that. You can just burn people for game. Yeah, you just burn them out. Of the game. It's like I will say, Invoker has the ability to burn your opponent from eight to zero, and Launch does not have Launch that. Launch does not have that. No, and that I don't think is valuable. Not this format. Not, not this format. No. <laughs> I think last format it would have been valuable. In other like older format, sure. This format, everyone's going to four. There's not. Yeah. A, there's not a deck not going to four yeah, except no. Launch. But that's why you play the double striker anyways, and you can put them down to four. Right. Like. So it's, no, yeah. I mean, since we talked about it and actually now that we've discussed it, I'm also on with launch. I think there's still pros to invoker. It's just this format allows for launch to be better. Yeah. I say, and the cars that blow out the cash on have blow combo are going to be in people's sideboards regardless. So I'd rather have the plan with the battle cars that can attack yeah. with real combo power right. versus having, man, I hope this apex is good, but then your opponent also knows you're playing invoker. So they sided in every heart negate they had. They're like, I play like one or two hard negates in my sideboard and I'm playing these other cars to answer cash off at blow. Like they like say so let's say they sign their max powers, which are already in their sideboard for a lot of people because Ascension Ron and Demigra, people just need max power for those cards. So yeah, I'll bring this in against Invoker. And I'll also bring in these other cards I have for Invoker. And you're just kind of stuck. You're just like, damn, I can't hit him with Apex and I can't land this cash off at blow combo. Right. Right. That's bad. I'd rather just sit there with these coolers and try to like feed it to you that way. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Also, sorry guys, I keep looking because I don't. Our like the recording is randomly stopped. Yeah, and I got very lucky, and I looked over. Probably we only talked for about three or four more minutes, so I'm like now I'm real paranoid. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, is it is it still on? Is it still on? Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, I'd rather be paranoid than not paranoid and fucking lose like yeah, we lose the whole episode. So I'm just just making sure. So if you're watching the video, if I ever post this video, <laughs> <laughs> if you see him looking over his shoulder, like the cops that, are coming, find him. Yeah, them. that's why. That's why. All right. Well, enough about Invoker. <laughs> But then, so like, uh, yeah, so I think that like for rogue decks, we're looking at like in that class, I'll go by color. I think in black, you have the That's a rogue deck. Uh, it's like literally, if you, I don't know if you ever heard this term, like as, as listeners, anti-meta deck. It's literally a deck that plays yeah. cards that are just like s- s- bullets. You're like Dark Power Mass saying 
the Goku, the Goku spear card, yeah, the Vegeta, the Vegeta the tap. Yeah, just like I'm just trying to play cards to say, nah, man, you can't play the game because the Vegex cards themselves just aren't good enough. Like the core 16 that's in the deck, and then even like the evolved three for the six and the seven, that play is just not good enough. No, you're really winning off the strength of uh, I haltered my opponent's play and I played Demigra. That is literally your avenue of winning. All all competitive Vegex decks at this point should be focused on Demigra. Yep. Or if you want to be cute, you can play the black yellow list. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the black yellow list is explosive. and I, I do like it because it's still it's a high roll deck. Yeah. It's a high roll deck. You are gambling. Yeah. It is a gamble. You're, you're gambling it's, that trunks isn't in your, yeah. <laughs> trunks isn't in your life. It's a gamble. And you're also gambling that you can open double yellow. Hey, man. <laughs> but when you got it, oh, oh my yeah. God. It feels so good. It is I, just the old Vigex. Yeah, it's you're just, just old, sitting there like, oh my God, I can't I, lose. I just fucked this person. Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, and I, like, I played against it. And I was like, it. When it goes off, it's great. When it does not go off, oh my though, god, it's so bad, it's so bad, <laughs> it's so bad. So it's like those are your options to play like the, the glass cannon deck or play the anti meta deck. And I mean, I think it's reasonable. I I just it's wanna, not good enough. It's just not good enough in a sense for me to play it. But my teammate on El Topo Local, Brandon Lipschitz, he uh made top eight playing it. Like he was just summoning Goku. You have to assume. I think it's good for a wide room. Yeah, yeah, because sure. it's a it's a deck that doesn't like there aren't too many terrible matchups. No, no, because of the cards it plays. Oh, you play so much shit for free, right? And you play so much for free, and like Vigex, obviously, like Baby's a terrible matchup, but at least now you play the Goku. Yeah, some like at least you get something to like mess with their hand a little bit. But like, there aren't too many. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> As I talk about it, though, I'm just like, I just can't. I, I would not play the deck. I think in it depends on the setting. Depends on the setting. Like a qualifier event, sure, because it's got a decent spread. Oh yeah, if and you can outplay your opponent. And that one v one LCQs. Oh baby. Oh man. Play yeah, Vigex. Play, just play Vigex. Like, but when you're going to an invitational where people know their lines and they know how to change their lines against Vigex. Yeah, it's not the deck. It's there. not the deck. You, you can play around with the deck does so easily. You just have to understand it. It's kind of like with Dark Broly. Like I was helping someone the other day with Dark Broly, uh, in the Dark Broly matchup, and they 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 pitched the game. Because you know you're taking damage from the 30k swings. Yeah, there's no combo. If you you're don't, not comboing out of the 30k bro. swings. But here's the thing, though. They were at an. They had an opportunity to. They swung with something. One of the guys. I don't, I can't remember the game anymore. But maybe it was a Mechie Kabora they swung with, like a 15k, and they were like taking life to try to awaken, right? But they took the life off the Mechie and the leader, and I'm like literally. You had a Zamasu super combo in hand. Oh, you They're like, that. yeah, you want to awaken. I said, yeah, but you lost because now you can't defend these 30k damage. Like, so it's it's one of those things where like you have to know how to pivot off your normal line. Yeah. So when they swing with that Meki and you know, yeah, I do want to awaken, you still combo out of that swing early yeah. and tap the leader. So now you're taking the 30k damages. So now you can awaken and not be in lethal range. Yeah, you're also stopping them from drawing the card. So yeah, that too. <laughs> I uh, I do not understand why you would. Not some combo out of that right there. Like that's yes, you want to wait. Every deck wants to awaken, but you know you're gonna awaken because it's a deck playing 30k. So you're it's, gonna it's inexperience against decks though. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like so, but Dark Boy is a deck that if you don't have experience against, oh, you get steamrolled. You get steamrolled because you're if you're playing a normal game of Dragon Ball, you historically from set one, a normal game of Dragon Ball is I need to get to four life. Yeah, yeah right? for sure. So you're just taking those swings like habit. So if you haven't play tested, which I mean, really, you should have play tested enough to know this. But even if you didn't, like that's a 
that's where Vig X can shine, right? Yeah. Because now you're playing against this list where you don't know what to do. So that's why I'm saying like qualifiers, the LCQs, things like that, where basically you're uh, essentially you're disrespecting your opponents. Yeah. You're saying, I don't think my opponent's as good as me, so this is fine. Yeah. Same thing with Mecca, right? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's Mecca's Mecca thrives off that. Mecca said, Oh, you don't know how to, you don't know how Mecca works. I win. Like, Another perfect example of Bandai doing a great job in getting characters, personalities into decks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they definitely did that. That's definitely on purpose. Uh, listen, that's Mecha Frieza really feels like Frieza. Yeah. <laughs> like if Frieza play, if Frieza came out my TV screen, I was like, I'm trying to play this card game. He would just play the Mecha Frieza deck. He would 100%. Yeah, because like he'd I be mean, sitting there fucking laughing as he's poking you. Mm-hmm. He's like, tap that card and tap that one uh-huh. and tap that one. And you here's can br- see his finger like uh-huh. blasting everything. Mm-hmm. The hello monkey finger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Sorry, guys. Again, this is a little choppy. We, uh, I don't know what's going on. Our software just keeps saying it timed out and it's stopping. I don't know what's happening, but, uh, and sorry. We lost on that one. But, yeah. uh, yeah. So Mega Frieza is a deck that like preys upon its opponent not being as good as the person playing it. So I, the ceiling's not that high to me, actually. Like, you know, the best play it has is Selzino. Yeah. You're like, sure. Uh, I, if you can do math, it's no different than our first assessment. If you've yeah. been listening to the show, like it's no different. It's just a sales in deck. Um, I do think that there's a cute play that you could put in the deck. Now I'm going to put you guys onto it. So that way you, you heard it here first, just in case uh, <laughs> someone tried to take credit for it. There are U seven Frieza card that came out in a uh, draft box five. It says uh pay for neg one of your battle cards, 25 K play this card. This card you can do it for four energy. This card allows you to play the yellow U7 freezer from TOP. You guys are probably, what the hell is he talking about here? <laughs> this card says your opponent activates an auto, uh, activate main or counter. Pretty much anything non-red keyword skill at this point, right? Like non-red keyword skills or not, and, not, and non-red keyword. So pretty much any skill that's not like triple strike or anything like that. Right. They have to crit a life. It's also a 30k triple striker. The reason, like, you could put this in the deck, and it, it pretty much assures victory against multiple meta-relevant decks at this point. Like, Launch has to use its leader effect. Has to. Has to actually use both of them routinely. Uh, even for, like, arrival purposes. Like, they want to arrive, like, do anything. They're just going to pay crit life. They're going to lose the game because of this card. Dark Broly cannot get out of this attack. They do not have 0 plus 5Ks in their deck like that. So you just attack them with this triple striker, and it's game. Uh, they they have the crit life just to use their leader effect. They have the crit life for super combo. Like they just can't. There's some of these decks that in the format cannot get out of what's it what the the lock it puts on. Uh, it's not very good against Red Broly. I mean, obviously you just signed out against Red Broly if you played it. Sure. But it's good against King Piccolo, another mid range grindy deck that you can because Frieza can stall a game out. Like just resting your opponent's energy nonstop will stall a game out. Like you're like yeah. rest that, rest that. Uh, playing putines and blockers that you played for free. Like all those cards will stall a game out on your opponent. So you're hitting turn five if you want. Like, I mean, that's the game, the deck's game plan, anyways, right? Selzino is a turn five card. Yes, it's free, but you are playing it on turn five majority of the time. Because a quadruple strike 40k is nice, but it's not nice if I didn't take three cards out your hand. I want the three cards out your hand and I wanted to have dual attack because you better have multiple negates at this point. So realistically, you're always going to turn five and freeze. That's your game plan. So, like, Beating King Piccolo, launch Dark Broly, uh, the mirror match not so great because they can just final flash it right. They they could pay. They're gonna lose two life though using their leader effect. Actually, you lose three life. Activate leader effect. 
take a life. No, it is two because the leader effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah leader it, effect in the card. Yeah, leader effect in the card. So you're gonna lose two life, or you just activate the card. Just yeah, pay for it. Yeah, you better have better have energy open. You better hope I didn't tap you out on your turn. Yeah. So you know, or on my turn with final spirit cannon, that's also an option at that point. Yeah. So it's one of those things where it's like you can that card is good against a lot of the decks, and while you're like, I don't know if I want to pay five for something like that. I'll pay five for anything that could potentially win the, the game. The funny part about that too is if you do tap them out, no matter what, you're triple striking them. Yes. Because they had to take two life, go down to one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In trouble. That's it. It's pretty good. It's pretty um, funny. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think too many people are on it. I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't discover it. Uh, I was watching somebody play. And then uh, I watched Leonard play in the discord. He was playing a game. He was, he was playing his garlic junior deck. I was like, that's kind of wild. And then I was like, Oh, that's wild. And I watched some untapped games. I've seen people messing with the card in other random yellow decks. I was mm-hmm. like, this would just be real good at Mecha Frieza. Yeah. I was like, all right, hold on. And then I tested it out and I was like, damn, this draws it draws real clean, actually, too. Like you don't have to play a bunch of copies of the card. You can play the extra card in the uh the U7 um representative universe seven. Yeah. It has the trait, so you can use it for the discard for the U7 Frieza. It's also yellow, and you can play it for free in the deck. It's just it's pretty cool. It's a pretty good card in the deck. I liked it a lot. That sounds um, fun, actually. I wish I had four six. Yeah, oh, you baby, you know, with the six, <laughs> bro. Imagine busting out a deck with four copies of a six, bro. That less a victory strike deck. Yeah, that's got to be the most expensive deck in the game. People would be salty. That, mm, that shit sounds good. <laughs> but uh, so there's that, and then uh, there's no new. No, there's uh, so I move on to red rogue decks. Uh, Bulma is the red rogue deck to me. I, think, I agree. Like. It's an earthling deck slash sand deck that can just block very well. Uh, it does well against the aggro decks in the format. And I think it beats like all it can, it can beat all the decks besides Dark Broly and launch. It's not being dark. Launch burns too much. I was going to say launch can just Burn go you. right around the blockers. It. Blockers don't matter. Yeah. Literally every card, every, every variation of deck plays something involving burn. So you yeah. just get burnt out the game. Yeah. And then uh, Dark Broly is just too big and warping too many cards. Like, My thing is Mecha can tap a lot of your stuff, though. Mecha can tap it, but Mecha can't put the pressure on. Yeah, it can't put the pressure on. I just don't think it's like a... It's not free. It's not free, no. No, no. It's definitely, it's definitely closest to the 50-50 round, but right, you can beat right. it, though. Can, yeah, sure. Uh, But at the same breath, like you can't beat Invoker either at Bulma. So, like, you just can't beat Cash Off at Blow Decks or Burn Decks, and you can't beat Dark yeah. Broly. So you'd have to be aware of that between you choose that deck. So if you're going to choose that deck, this format to play... Hope nobody at your locals or wherever you're going are playing those decks. Right. Uh, major event wise, can't play Bulma because of Dark Broly and Burn cards. Yeah. Uh, every other red deck, like I want it to be good. Like I mess with Prison Frieza a lot. Every format I, I build it. I I went. I you guys probably listened to a previous podcast. I was uh, talking about how I got knocked out of that uh, Bandai tournament real fast <laughs> and built my Prison Frieza. It wasn't terrible. It's just not better than Baby or Mecha or Sin or Hatchiac. I didn't mention Hatchack in the black deck. I do not think that's a rogue deck. I think that it's a troll deck, but it's very good at being a troll deck. Though. Yeah. Uh, I'll re- I'll backtrack and go on Hatchack. Hatchack, the leader effect allowing only one battle card to attack is really powerful. This format people, even though they're going tall on with Broly decks, I'm they, worried about time. <laughs> I'm worried about time. That's the problem. If you can play that deck fast enough, like you, the player, you're a fast enough player. Hatchiac is great right now. I think it's a great choice for this weekend. If you, you better be ready to call judge. Yes. On anyone playing not like 
They but your opponent better be playing quickly. Well, the thing is, the deck has cards to close games out now. Actually, mm-hmm. like before, it used to have nothing to close. It was like, yo, I got this eight drop hatch, and I hope it's good enough. Like, yeah. no, it's got a lot of cards now to close a game out. The key with the deck feels like you have to know when to turn that switch when you need to go for the game. Yeah. Um, it definitely has them. Your opponent could definitely stall you out too, but they're not going to want to because they're they're going to be feeling like they can't win a lot of the time but when they play the game, so they're not going to want to stall the game because they're going to like, I, at some point you break, they assume you break down and they have their shot. Like when they draw their SCR, they're probably going to start applying the pressure because that's two attacks from battle cards at that point, right? Yeah, so right. that's when they start to apply pressure. So you hope they draw the SCR early, actually, when you're playing. You're like, you're like I hope they draw that fucking SCR real fast right so that way they feel the i they feel the pressure to i'm gonna play it and then now you're like okay i got the game in control um it's i I think it's very good jordan marco played it in the last webcam for fun uh he did decent if i saw he he talked about it being a real option for miami did he yeah (laughs) that's wild bro uh he said it kind of jokingly but also kind of serious so (laughs) i mean i'll be honest with you I like the idea of bringing a deck that you like to an event versus bringing the decks that you're supposed to bring to the event. Yeah. Like I know I, I play a lot of competitive tournaments. I almost never play the best deck or what's viewed as the best. Deck. I, it's not, doesn't, it's not fun to me. Like, I mean, obviously it's fun to win. However, there have definitely been times where you took the deck that should have been the best deck. Yeah, for sure. Like Shenjita. Like Shenjita. Yeah, that, but I was just in love with that deck, bro. That deck was so fun. But when you but when you first played it, no one was playing it at yeah, that time. No, everybody was off that deck. At least not the way. Bro, like, nah, this deck's fire, bro. Gotta be on it. But realistically, I think that I would rather play a deck like Hatchiak in a room, like the Invitational, than play the main, the main five decks. Sure. Because they're just not as fun. Like, I want to have fun. And I want to... Like you're gonna be there all day, like yeah. <laughs> you might as well play something that fun. So I do like I do like, but I I won't put it in the category of rogue. It's it's a troll deck, like because if you don't know how what you're doing every step of the way, like the whole time, oh you you you're not finishing game one, like you're just not. You also don't even need a sideboard for that. I think that's dope. I can go to a tournament no sideboard because I know <laughs> we're never finishing game two. <laughs> oh man, shit's hilarious because mo- every deck is attacking with six and unders. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, man, you got one attack. Do your best. There's no dual attackers. Like, it's just like, Jesus Christ, you lost. Yeah. Um, It does, I won't say struggles with Invoker. It definitely has a awkward situation with Invoker because, like, if they're playing Invoker and you take too much damage, you can lose. Like, if, if you right. really, like, you don't, Hatchet doesn't need to go to four to awaken. You should probably just keep your life as high as possible while playing the deck. Yeah. So that way, you don't, you, they have to actually burn you from eight to zero. And burning from eight to zero, while people act like it's so easy, is not. No. It requires multiple copies of Rival Seekers and Energy Combustions and Cat Blows, like multiples. So you need like three Cat Blows and two sets you of know that. how hard it is to not charge those or combo those two sometimes? Exactly. Especially when you're when Hatchiak's attacking with bigger cards. Right. And it is hard. Bro, you look at that Rival Seeker and you're like, mm, this is a free 10k combo. Exactly. <laughs> and you're going to need it because uh, Hatchiak attacks with cards like Demigra. Yeah. <laughs> so you're just like, yeah, tap with Demigra. Yeah. Like, uh, so, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, it's not so easy for them to just burn you from eight to zero. So just make sure you defend. You should be fine. Um, what's another deck? So that's black, uh, red. I don't think any other red decks no, can keep up. I don't, I don't think red is in a great spot outside of the big decks. In yeah. The room. That's why, the, that's why they that's are why the big, the big decks. decks. Yeah. Uh, green. About, okay. Yeah. Green. Green has, we'll put Turles out there. Deck's great. Uh, mm-hmm. we all know about Turles, but it's just some, People aren't playing it, but it's a great deck. Then you have 
the Devin Butterworth special, the Clash Coup uh, <laughs> anti-meta deck. Actually, you know, a lot of these rogue decks are anti-meta strategies. Actually, they just like stop the main decks from doing what they need to do. They're not. Right. They're not like real rogue decks. Like a, a, a genuinely rogue deck to me would be like playing uh, Bojack. Right. Like that's a deck where it's like no one's playing this. No one. It's not stopping people from doing things. It's actually just like doing its own thing. That's like a true rogue deck to me. We're talking yeah. about like anti-meta decks. Like that's really yeah. Like, these are known. Yeah, these are decks that are just like play. Because I don't think there's any real rogue decks. No, I don't. Th- I that don't can think keep up. I don't, I don't think there's any true rogue deck right now that can keep up. No, I. That's how I feel. Um, you know, I and I love playing a rogue deck. Yeah, <laughs> I love doing it. But it's just like I just. We're looking at anti-meta because like, I play a lot of Blue Baby, right? I would call Blue Baby an anti-meta deck. It's not necessarily a rogue deck. Like everybody knows about the deck. Like people side for it, and they may never see the deck in the room actually. But people be bringing sideboard cards because they're like, "This shit's gonna fuck me up if I just let it run around doing yeah. what it wants to do." So I wouldn't call it rogue, but we're, for the sake of this conversation, we'll put all these decks in the rogue category. Sure. Uh, Devin Butter's Clash Crew deck. There's also other decks that do the same thing as his deck. I I haven't spoken to him on why he plays it as Clash Coup because I feel like Seten Goku can do the exact same so thing. So I was actually about to bring up Seten Goku. Yeah, they're they're so similar. Like in so the amount similar. of cards they burst and cards they draw. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know why he doesn't play. I like Seten Goku's effect to blow the board up a lot, though. I right. think that's an insane effect. Clash Coup has the double strike, but I, do you need it? Do I do I need? Do you really need it? I feel like I'm winning through an SCR here, right? Like, yeah. So or through a mysterious shot of food, I just kill, right. I don't know if I need the double strike. So I I don't know. I'm I'm hoping to get have a conversation with him about it when we're in Miami. Why he chooses that leader for it? Because all the other leaders seem perfectly fine in doing it. I agree. So, so Set Setan Goku is actually my what I was going to bring up for for a rogue pick. Yeah, I, think, I don't like the deck's fine. Yeah, I think the deck's fine. I, think I mean, the deck's fine. There's no way it's terrible, right? Like it's. It has. A, it plays uh, good green cards. Is that any deck that can play a demigrip package? It's gotta like, be, yeah, gotta, gotta be gotta decent. Be decent. <laughs> is that, it's a deck that uses Roshi as a four of, uh, Darn Potentials, Frieza, Demigra. Uh, you can play Cooler if you want. And it's pretty good. <laughs> also has Super Seventeen in the deck. That Super Seventeen card is insane. It literally says your opponent warps one hand and you add one back to your hand, one extra card back to your hand, and you can do it twice in one turn. Like that's. That's nothing but advantage. I will tap four for that every time. If I'm like, yeah, grab back Dora potential. Yeah, grab back Dora potential. Yeah. And you You're talking about two. draft box one. Draft box yeah, or draft box one or DB one or draft box four if draft, you get yeah, title. Whatever. Whatever. Dragon Brawl. Yeah, whatever Dragon Brawl. Yep. That that card's great. Uh super super seventeen power distilled, I think his name is. Something That's like. it. That is it. Good job. Yeah. Look at you. I say the card's nuts, bro. Cause every time someone's ever played it on me, I've been real like I've been mad. I'm yeah. like, oh. This is too good. <laughs> but like adding back Dora potential. That's strong. Yeah. So I think any green deck that can play with the drop and like you just keep cycling door potential, I think those are good. I think Ran- random side note, what do you think about the Bardock Unison right now? Oh, it's nuts. That's what I think too. I think the Bardock Unison is I think insane, the Bardock Unison is crazy. Bro. Like there's so many combo things that you can rip. Your King 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 Piccolo has to combo cards into play. Uh arrival decks have to combo cards into play. Uh yeah, Mecha Frieza playing Bar- Warcry have to put combo the cards. Uh, and there's another deck. What deck is it? Launch. Oh yeah, launch. Launch has to combo. Yeah. yeah. Like there's so many decks, right? Yes, this this card is absolute dog shit against Dark Broly. Yeah. Who cares? You just like, side it out. Just side it out. Like you're gonna have cards that are bad in matches. Just don't play. You charge them in game one, and you side them out game two. Exactly. Like you're still playing Demigra, right? There was yeah. no. You're literally playing eight unisons in your green. If deck. you see Demigra and Bardock, you just keep both, and you charge a Bardock. Exactly. You don't have to worry about drawing it. 
So it's perfectly fine. It's not big. He also can just win a game. His his neg effect, neg three markers, gain five k and triple yeah. attack. Getting first, I love that unison. Getting bro. three markers on a two marker unison is not hard. I'm mad that I play tested so much before. I was so excited for set ten. We play tested yeah, a lot. We did. Remember that? Mm-hmm. We play tested a lot before. That's probably the most we play tested before a set came out. Yeah, because we normally wait for the cards. Like. But it was set ten was so exciting. Yeah, and. I was playing so many green decks with that Bardock, and then by the time the set came out, I was bored of it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, red, Green Freezer rubbed you the wrong way at that point. Green Freezer rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, I knew that Green Freezer was better than W Mac Goku. Yeah. W Mac Goku was fun though. That was yeah. a fun ass. Play the one drop Goku discard. Discard like, a card. Pop hell? it. Discard a card. Mm. Rip a combo. That That's three out your hand, bro. That shit was nuts, bro. <laughs> Eat a dick. <laughs> like. I think green is actually in a good position. People just don't want to play it. Yes, it's bad against Dark Broly. But again, you're going to be bad against something. Like, there's no way any deck can be good against every deck that's popular. No. There's no way. What do you think about that quad strike, Goku? <laughs> I want to play it. There's like, so people are like, well, I want that's the, a rogue deck. That That is a rogue deck. That's a rogue that's deck. A, that one? That's a real rogue deck. Because that deck is trying to quadruple strike and your opponent can't counter. And all you have to do is play one Android 21 in your deck. Just one. Like, Mm-hmm. There's, oh my god bro <laughs> I have contemplated it for so long just playing I was like this shit seems so wild uh, I might play it one of these days but I think it's playable what's um, it called like full power or full size full size Son Goku full size yeah because <laughs> it's supposed to be him from GT from GT yeah <laughs> such a stupid name <laughs> it, it's really good though uh, yeah. as, a, as a rogue deck I, I don't know if it could like win an event or anything like that, but it definitely could win some locals though oh yeah uh, so moving on to the next color, we would be into yellow. Uh, there's my boy, Jaren, who has to be played as mono yellow at this point. Uh, I tried playing it in the last webcam as a green yellow successor yellow, deck. Right, right. Uh, you just don't have final flash. Yeah, it and, sucks. And you just cannot out cards like the Sinshin run cards. You need it. <laughs> and you can't out the invoker cards without final flash. Like you yeah. just, you have that final flash. So like not playing final flash, you're going to lose. So mono yellow, Jaren, I do not think HOM is the way, uh, you know, no. It was fun at one point, and it was it wasn't bad. This format, too much free play and too much like crazy shit out there. You're gonna need something else. Um, I would say playing successor cards that require just yellow energy for it was fine. Like just successor into bigger cards. Sure. Um, and maybe you could play a green yellow charge like the topo. Like just play four of it and don't mind charging it turn one if you open it, and later on you play it for free if you need. Because it's a 16k barrier U11. But you just, you can't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's rough, that bro. sounds kind of bad. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm no argument for me there on that one. It's Final Flash is just too important. So it had to be something mono yellow. Uh, probably relying off of Junior Unison and a Fury to be your win con with a lot of combo power. Yeah. And I mean, that's not bad, but it's just not what it was. Like, but it is, he is a leader that is very good, but you just need Final Flash. So what's your opinion on Go Tanks, Yellow Go Tanks? I think Yellow Go Tanks is. This close to being good. Yeah. This close. I know you played it a lot. That's why yeah. I wanted to ask you because you, you put a lot of time into the it. The expansion card helped a lot with the deck, actually. I think the expansion card pushed the deck a little further to being like actually like meta relevant. The problem is the best decks don't have cards they care about anymore. Like if the best decks are playing cards they did not care about, like like pre I mean or they did care about previously, like you needed to keep a boonie on the board. You need to keep these cards on the board. But everything's got an on-play effect, and it's kind of just, like, there right now. So it's like, uh, but if we ever get to a format where 
the main card people are playing is important, like Invoker, how the Vegeta is so important. Right. That deck becomes really good again. Yeah. So, like that, because that the sure. chunks go to expansion sense. card, rest through barrier, and then your go tanks will pop the card. So, right. this is just nuts, right? Right. Uh, as a generic leader, he's very strong, though. Drawing cards and resting yeah. cards or extra cards. So, I do think he counters mecha hard. Yeah. Uh, like, your mecha opponent is not beating that deck. Like, they may think in their head they can, but. Yellow Gotenks is a tap-out deck, which is not what, what Mecha Frieza wants to play against. Right. Mecha Frieza does not, not want... doesn't have anything to tap. He has zero to tap, and he's a dual attacker, so he they can't tap him ever because he he's tapped when they're trying to resolve their effects to tap cards. Right. So, like, you can play around all Mecha Frieza stuff, but you're just not good enough against the rest of the room. So... Yeah. Uh, There's another yellow leader. I consider Sinshin on not rogue. I consider him a deck. Yes, people don't aren't playing it like that, but we have seen the resurgence of it lately. Yeah, it's way too known. It's way too, yeah, it's way too known. Way too known. Um, there's another yellow deck though. What is, what is it? Oh, Topo. That's what it was. Uh, yes, it sucks. You have to play a million unisons in your deck though. <laughs> like you actually have to play way too many yellow, like unisons. Like my last Topo list has 10 cards in it, 10 unison cards. <laughs> and you're probably like, that's way too. Yeah. If you don't open a unison in Topo, you lose. Yeah, you do. <laughs> like, and they're going to try to kill it. I'm pretty sure that's why you can't play it. <laughs> but you can, though, if you play 10. Uh, yeah. Hey, I'm not playing Topo. <laughs> uh, hey, it topped, it topped that BO1 tournament, though. I'm sure it did. I'm saying, hey, bro. Hey, we're talking decks here. I know. I'm, I'm talking about road decks that really do have a shot. <laughs> they have a shot, bro. I don't know. All right. If ten, all right. So think about Take this. Take Topo. Stuff. No, I'm playing Baby. There's <laughs> <laughs> no way. There's no way. Come on, man. Come okay. On. All right. I do love right. Topo, though. I, I, I know just, you do. Yo, play it. Uh, you know what? When I come back from my bro, I'm playing you a Topo. You probably play whatever deck you want. You be like, damn, right. ten unisons ain't bad. <laughs> but uh, I think Topo is a reasonable rogue deck. I would not take it to Miami Rogue. I would take it to my locals Rogue and expect to do well. Sure, I agree with that. Yeah, it's like you just lock people out of playing the game. And then I'll, oh, the kid Gohan deck that Joey plays considered a rogue deck, right? Like the skillless mm -hmm. Gohan deck. Yeah, I think that deck's really good. Um. I don't know if he plans on playing it ever again. I haven't spoken to him at all, so I don't know. But I watched video of him playing that deck, and I'm watching other people play the deck now. Oh, this deck is really cool. I don't know why I didn't think of any of this. <laughs> like, I was like, because <laughs> I've been trying to figure out how to make ages work for a while. I was like, this shit just isn't good. Like, why would they make this an effect? Just like I was trying to figure out how to make Alliance good. I was like, this shit also isn't good. Now Piccolo Jr. is a car, obviously, so it's good. But oh, this shit just kind of pointless. But he figured it out. That Gohan deck, that card is, those cards real good in there, those Aegis cards. So that's an option for Rogue. It's also dirt cheap. I think that deck costs like all of like $45. Oh, yeah, it's real cheap. Yeah, like especially if you don't play. Lots of people asking about budget decks all the time. There you yeah, go. Yeah, Kid Gohan is definitely your move. Like that's your mid range. Because it's hard to find a mid range budget deck. You can yeah. find aggro budget because like it's just throw a bunch of like quick attack, play Reboot Gohan, right? Sure. But mid-range is normally like the best cards you can find that do things that's they don't exist normally cheap. Yeah. But Kid Gohan's good though at yeah. doing that. And the last color is blue. The only playable blue deck is baby. Yeah. Every other blue deck is so bad right now. What do you think about Vegito? I tried playing it so it could not beat Can't Red, beat Red Broly. Can't beat but Red Broly. What about everything else? Uh, I don't think you could beat Launch when I was playing it. I was I feel like Launch is unwinnable. Yeah, it's probably too slow. Yeah. It's just like the launch can do so many different things and attack you so many ways that like, is it enough? Yeah. And like sense. saved in the gate for the unison, right? And you're just like, all right, I'm good. Um, Soul Striker's terrible. Uh, the PyCon leader out of this set, that shit's fun, but 
just doesn't get there. Doesn't get there. They just they, they've been doing blue dirty. Uh, I I think that blue is forever gonna suck. To be honest, I don't think that it's gonna ever have a leader. Be no, nah, it'll come back. It's too hard to balance, bro. It'll come back. You think so? It always comes back. At some point as in time, a, as a mono blue deck, it'll, sure. come back. it'll come back. Nah, it will. We'll see. Everything in this game eventually comes back. That's fair. I mean, yeah, you're right. Don't make something broken. It'll probably get banned. It'll probably get banned ASAP. It'll probably, probably get banned. It'll be well for a little bit. It'll probably be like banned. fucking three months of having that shit. And yeah. we're like, no, no, no. There'll be got... some boss monster ramp thing. And yeah. Everyone will play it. Because I think Bergamo and 21, they are blue leaders, right? But their decks are definitely multicolored, though. So yeah. it's like, I won't call those blue decks. Yeah. But as blue leaders, though, they're definitely very good. Next, go after Battle Evolutions. They'll be very good. But I, I agree. Blue baby is the way if you want to play blue. Yeah. If what Whatever you want to classify it as. Rogue, anti-meta, meta, meta, I don't know. No, I, say, I would never call it meta. It's just not enough people play it. like So it can't be the meta. But it's definitely. But it's popular enough that people know about it and, and prepare for, for it. Though. Exactly. Yeah. So, it's, so if you're preparing for it, it's kind of meta, right? If you yeah. know that both players in the room are like, oh, I better have an answer to this deck. Yeah. So, so what, what do you call it? I don't know. I just call it that's the anti meta deck. So, like, you have to respect them. They're yeah. like, their decks aimed at beating the meta decks. So you're just like, damn, must respect. Like, my sideboard right now, even I respect Blue Baby. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you how the card I have in my sideboard <laughs> because uh, y'all might last. Y'all might listen to this shit Friday night when it drops, <laughs> putting your deck for Miami. But I have I have preparations in my sideboard for the for the deck. I was like, there's no way I'm fucking about to get blown out by this deck. Like, yeah, because there's some there's sometimes you just some things you cannot do to stop the deck. And just like, I was like, I don't want to lose like that. So I've come prepared for it. Yeah. Um. So for so for ratios, so let's just make uh, some predictions yeah. here. So well, we can both give a prediction off a hundred. We'll go off a hundred. Off a hundred. So I think out of a hundred players, Dark Broly will take up forty. Really. I think it's going to be 25. I think 25? Mm-hmm. Why do you think so low? People just don't play the best decks. That's they just don't true. do it. I feel like you got to play the Invitational though, right? Like so much money. They just the don't line. do it. They don't, but they... So like... You, we say this every time. Yeah, but I feel like an Invitational is like, this is one of those things where it's like, all right, bro. Like I didn't... And now they have all these LCQs. There's going to be a bunch of random people coming too. Oh, you're, you're actually right. Hold on. I'm just about number 30. I'm going to go 30. Okay. Like, you're right. I think that I mean you can't. There's pe- there's people. There's someone on. I don't remember who. Someone they were talking about on the MRG thing. Uh, I, I don't remember who was saying it. Jordan, somebody. They were saying they think Dark Boys gonna be over half the room. It should be. It probably should be. <laughs> like, it definitely for should. sure. It's not gonna be though. Yeah, you're right. I'm gonna twenty five thirty. I'm gonna go thirty, but twenty five also sounds actually pretty okay. reasonable. Let's go on to launch and its variants. Like, the only time we ever seen that is Mecca. Mecha format set 2.5. Now Storm used to be like 50% of the room. Okay. But Mecha was like 90%. Yeah, yeah no, we'll never see that type yeah. of number again. But okay, so like, yeah. So, and this is not Storm. Yeah, no, it's not Storm. So there's, I, I see 20, 25 is my call, 33 call. All right, what's the next one? Launching all the variants. Like all that. the variants. Oh, okay. Uh, So where my head is at is like, the thing is with Dark Broly, more more players have access to randomly play it still. Yeah. Whereas the launch players, like the serious players who want to play launch, are going to play launch against the TPs. Yeah. But like the players who aren't as serious, they're not playing launch because they didn't feel like buying the TP. Yeah, they didn't feel like buying. So it definitely, I think it, it makes it less than twenty five percent. Oh, absolutely. I got launch it being fifteen actually. I think it's more. I'm going to say twenty. Twenty. Okay. I'm going to say twenty percent. Yeah. I only went fifteen because I feel like. I think Dark Broly and Launch are the two most represented decks. Correct. That's what I had also. Okay. I wanted to put Mecha above Launch only because it's not going to be. 
but it's not going to be because people are so scared to play Mecha because of Dark Broly. Like, they just and get- people know that it's a skill intensive deck. And that's real cocky to come in there saying, yep, I'm better than all these players. When you look at the room and see all like a good majority of the best players in Dragon <laughs> Ball, Ball are just in, there. in that room. You're like, damn, I'm that's, supposed to outplay that's a bit them. Scary. Yeah, that's, <laughs> hey, man, if you got confidence like that, good I, res- for you. I respect your confidence. Like, I do, too. I, I, I ain't got it. that. No, I don't, have it. Like, I, say, so. I don't even and it's not that I don't have it. I just have enough respect for these people. <laughs> Yeah, like I was like, my choices for this format, actually for this tournament in this format, were going to be Mecha, uh, Blue Baby, and Hatchet. Those are actually my three original choices. Okay. Red Blue Launch, I I sold my cards for launch, so I just yeah. I had to take it off my radar. See what, see what I'm saying, though? That's, yeah. that's why my launch is... Yeah. I, but that makes sense that you're at 15%. Yeah. So those are my options. Uh, Hatchet, I like it. it just, that just can't be Blue Baby. So I was like, fuck it. I'm not playing, I'm not playing that shit. <laughs> like me and Chris are playing. I was like, this shit's impossible to win. <laughs> so I'm not playing. But that was my option. I really was looking at it. And then Mecha mm-hmm. and Baby. I'm so, I'm I'm not really on the fence about it, but I am going to put my Mecha deck back together today. I'm going to play some games with it with my friends and stuff like that online. With the TOP Frieza? Yeah, with the TOP Frieza and stuff like that. And see how much I really like it. Like I already tested it a little bit and it was great, but I'm going to test it some more. I still don't think I'm going to play. I think I might play in Team Wars, maybe. But I don't think I'm going to play okay. it, like, in the main event. Yeah. But I I guess maybe if I can just, like, talk myself into it, I might do it. Like, yeah. I don't want to, but it's possible. But uh, All right, next deck. Uh, next deck, Mecha Freeze. We'll go Mecha Freeza. Mecha Freeza? I'm going to say 10%. Yeah, that's why I got 10% of Mecha Freeza. Really? Also, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I got... Uh, I'm, I'm trying to keep track in my head because I haven't actually done the math. So I'm, at, <laughs> I'm, I'm at 55%. I'm at 50, we're both at 55%. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm at, I just put Rogue. Rogue is going to be 20% of the room to me. Like just non big, just the non big five. Okay, sure. Well, let's, let's see. Let's keep going. I want to see where I end up. Okay. Uh, I got uh, King Piccolo as the next deck. King Piccolo? Okay. Um, I have five players playing that shit. I'm higher. I'm way higher than you. I'm going to go. What's the other deck left that we're going to do? The fifth one? Uh, the fifth one is Red Broly. I'm going to go 15% King Piccolo. Wow. So you're it's hyped at, up. Bro. You're now at 70%. Mm-hmm. I, I said it is hyped up. It's very, very hyped up. Right. My issue with King Piccolo is one, it loses the red Broly. Mm-hmm. It's also not favorite against dark Broly. Most of the time. Like, sure. So like I'm bad against the best, the known best deck and I'm bad against my decision is not logical. It's off hype. Okay. That's fair. I mean, it is hyped up. Um, and it hyped it up again last night on the MRG podcast. People in the groups are hyping it up. But the TP is so pricey, bro. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking there's going to be 15% of the room here. You really wanted to play that deck and bought the TPs. That TP is like fucking $75. It was like 90 at one point. Now it's $75. i am like, God damn it. No, you could get them for cheaper, though, if you're smart, though. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. But I'm just like, God damn. That's a TP is like that. I'm like, bro, I just, mm, I don't know. People are. I don't know, man. I think we're going to play it. So you're, you're at, what are you at? 5%? I'm at 5% on okay. that. Yeah. Right. And the last one's Red Broly. Red Broly, I'm going 10%. I got I got 20% of people playing Red Broly. Wow. It's See, I think people are just off of it. It's cheap. And it got a lot of people there invites. People are scared to go against what they don't know. Like Red Broly is the only deck in the format of the big five where you like, I want to play one of the best decks. And you're like, what deck can I just fucking destroy my opponent no matter what if I draw my best hand? It's just Red Broly. That's that's actually the only one. You draw your best hand and the other four, you still lose. Yeah. Red Broly draws the best hand. I ain't nobody beating that shit. <laughs> You're just like, oh, nah. You're not wrong. So I think like. I just don't think people are going to play it. I mean. Should I think be- there's going to be people playing it. I just, 
I, I don't think it's. I think that people many. should not be playing it. Like, I agree with you, but it's just like you got your invite, and like I don't, most good players didn't get their invite playing that deck. They right. played other decks. A lot right. of like mediocre or bad players got their invites playing that deck. Right. I can't see them turning away from it. Like I don't know. For, I think some have. Ah, we'll see. I mean, I know John Anthony Lamontra. He fucking rode that deck the whole time. Yeah, who cares? This is existed. He <laughs> who just cares? Like, he just like wrote that shit out. And then like I still see people playing Red Broly on Untap. I'm like, holy fuck! Why are you practicing this deck still? Like, there's no reason to practice that deck still, and they still are. It's just that they think they're gonna play it in Miami. So I'm like, I don't. Know. That's that's where I'm at. And then that puts us both. I'm at eighty percent. And what are you at for Red Broly? Uh, that puts me at eighty percent. No, you were at 55, then you said 15, that's 70. And how much you say for Red Broly? 10%. Oh, yeah, I put you at 80 also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so then 20% is just rogue, rogue to me. Like, it'd just be 20%. Be Are tw- you sure your math's right? Yeah, because I had 30 for Dark Broly, uh-huh. 15 for Launch, okay, 45, Mecha 10, 55, mm-hmm. King Piccolo 5, 60. Okay, and then 20. Okay, yep. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that's funny. So we both ended up at twenty percent for rogue. Yeah, rogues. I rogue should be more realistically, like, but it's, it's, I just think it's because it's an invitational. It's a more concentrated player pool of yeah. like-minded individuals. Yeah, and there's a lot of teams, right? and the teams come with come, similar come, decks. Yeah, and they normally teams don't like off right. the top deck. If this is more of like an open regional, oh. then my number has to go. Yeah, it's way, completely way, different. way different. I'll tell you right now, if this is the regionals, if we were like, I'm not going to try to do the math for the regionals, yeah. but the region, I tell you now, like 50% of the decks are rogue at that yeah. regional, at least. Absolutely. At the main, you're like, bro, you're sitting, I sat down and played uh, Android 13. I played, you know, I play all these goofy ass decks. I watched Sublet's game in Webcam 5 against an Android 13 deck, Green Leader, bro. <laughs> I said, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, So, it's one of those things where, like, I think twenty percent rogue and invitation fine. You're gonna if people playing rogue like me. I'll probably play a rogue deck mostly. I'm like ten percent sure I'm playing a rogue deck. It's not because I'm better than everybody else. It's it's comfortability and it's also just something that people don't have familiarity with. So you're preying upon the concept of these players don't play against this deck. They don't know their matchups. Our camera just died. God damn, we have all types of technical difficulties <laughs> this is like, today. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> At least this thing didn't mess up again. Yeah, but. hopefully. All right. Well, um, so that's our picks for Miami. That's yeah. some rogue decks that you can consider. Um, I just, I don't know. I, th- I think this was good to talk about. Yeah. Next week we'll talk about battle evolutions more yeah. because this was like. I felt too premature to talk about battle evolutions. Today. Yeah, it's just too early. Even though we got all the reveals, it's just it just feels it's real too early. early. <laughs> it's it's real early. And there's no pre-release to pick the cards up. Right, 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 right. So we'll probably look at that next week or the week after. Um, but make sure you guys are paying attention this weekend. Be rooting for Mike. Try yeah. and get that hermit style dub. Yeah. I'm trying to get the actual W, not the top. The, the dub, w, bro. The dub. the dub. I can feel it, bro. You're going like, to get it. I have a, such a good feeling right now. This is how I felt when I was playing Shinji at the ARG Invitational, actually. Yeah. I got that same vibe going on. I'm like, okay, I'm okay. I'm feeling good. You know? And I, I've played my deck a lot. I've had, I've had positive testing. I actually, weirdly, I haven't dropped a game in testing at all. And I haven't been playing. That's good. I haven't, I haven't been playing players that I deem like average or, or worse. Only players that I'm like, okay, I know this player's pretty good. They have mm-hmm. regional tops or better. Mm-hmm. Haven't dropped a game. That's nice. Yeah. So I'm like, I was going to say, because we haven't got to play like at all. Yeah. Because of my work schedule. Yeah. So Jim's so busy. And so like, I'm just like, I feel good. I know my bad matchups. My deck is built with all the bad matchups in mind. I won't even call them bad matchup. I just worry about Demigra, but 
I main max power, cyborg max powers. Yeah. I also play hits in my main. I, this Demigra's gone. You can only play Demigra so many times in Dark Broly, right? Like once you flip over, it's not so easy to play that card. No. And people ain't playing gravy no more. So you ain't building that shit up like that. So I feel like it's uh it's very manageable at this point. Yeah. Well, I think you got I think I need to get there, man. I think you need to get there. Um yeah. we're gonna skip results of training because we're already at an hour twenty seven minutes. Yeah, I see. Um so we're just gonna get into mailbag, do like a quick question and then wrap it up. Sounds good. I got a special order on a pallet of sweets for Jocko. Wait, aren't you Monaka? Monaka's delivery service. All right, guys. So Monaka's delivery service. Let's see. Uh, we've got some questions in here. I'm just kind of reading through them as we go. Um, I'll just look at the most recent one from Get'em64. Uh, how do y'all feel on where the game is heading? Some in the community are concerned about the amount of free play currently. Some even getting Yu-Gi-Oh vibes, perhaps. Are you too concerned about it? Do you feel that viewpoint is correct? No, that viewpoint's terrible. Yeah, that viewpoint's awful. That view, this game is nothing like Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, I played Yu-Gi-Oh for a long time. I stopped around the Armored Dad format, and then I came back randomly because I saw <laughs> you could play a bunch of Blue Eyes stuff. I was like, oh, that looks cool. So I got whatever uh, Yu-Gi-Oh Pro or I don't know what the yeah, thing YGO is. Pro. The, yeah, Pro. Yeah, whatever. I don't know what I played on. Something. YVD. I don't know. <laughs> I played on my computer, and... I was like, this is the dumbest game I ever played. It was like a coin flip. I could just play a bunch of stuff and win. You can't do that in Dragon Ball. If you think this format is too fast, then you're not playing Dragon Ball at a high level. Exactly. This uh, is the slowest format the game has been. This is very, very slow. It's slow. It's been a long time. Um, and the free play adds another layer of depth to the game. Free play and Yu-Gi-Oh! created a coin flip quick format to where you just play everything, attack, 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 whatever, it, it and you game's win. Over and once game's over Game's over. You free play things just adds another layer to Dragon Ball. It doesn't let you win the game faster. Yeah. The Look at all the stuff you can play in Mecha Frieza. Yeah. You're going to like turn eight. Mecha Frieza will play so long. If you don't have Cell Zeno or the FDC in their hand, you're like, I'm playing for a while. No, I think free play has increased skill because yes. now you have a whole, whereas before you can count energy and be like, okay, understand the curve of a deck and just know every matchup and exact, like up until free play, I could map out what my opponent could do every yes. single turn with the layer of free play that adds a whole other dimension that I have to think about. Mm -hmm. I say, I think it's crazy that people think that free play is a problem. One, the decks that are playing free cards, the cards aren't that great in the sense that like they're going to win the game. They just no. help for advantage. Like you, you think you're going to win because he free played a Yamcha and now can't free play <laughs> for the turn. Like mm, that's, that's not that great. Like they are, it's nice. It makes you think more. It, it makes it more chess, less checkers. And I'm Absolutely. Like, that's what we're seeing. We're sitting here playing a strategic game. Like you, the game can never be Yu-Gi-Oh! One, because Yu-Gi-Oh! is based off life points and cards. If they hit the opponent, they automatically do that amount of damage, whatever their attack power is. In this game, I always can defend my life. So for you to say that it's like Yu-Gi-Oh! That's 100% wrong. It's just, it can't be like Yu-Gi-Oh! The free play cards help make the game more strategic. Like if you're upset about the Vegex free play stuff that happened, they banned the robots real fast once they realized exactly what, right. what it was. They were like, that shit's got to go. They banned Turles before it even had a chance to do it. Right. Like, there are some free play cards that could be problem, but they also shot them shits down immediately. Right. They're, they're like, we got to get that out it's of here. A de it's definitely a delicate game uh, mechanic, yeah. if you will. You have to do it right. Like, but at the same time, the they are when they didn't do it right, they're banning it immediately. How can you be upset at that concept at all? Right. Like, like they're gonna make mistakes. They handle swap, right? Yes. They handle storm. They took they a while. They handle but the they, Gex. Yeah, 
the next one that becomes a problem. What else are you worried about? Like King Piccolo, right? Plays every card for free in a deck except Piano. But they it's not to, the best deck. It's not the best deck. They have to combo the cards, though. There's a cost. They lose a card from their hand. It's a deck that doesn't draw right. that much. Like, there's a cost to it. It's just not the And that's what you also have to remember. Dragon Ball is a game where your hand advantage really matters so much more than in most other games. And Yu-Gi-Oh hand means nothing. You'd be like, I got two cards in hand. I'm about to beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, do like two cards in hand? And the next thing you know, they got fucking 13 monsters on the board killing you. Yeah. It's just, it's just a different game. You can't compare it. Like hand advantage does not matter. And you mm-hmm. hand advantage matters so much in Dragon Ball. King Piccolo has to combo all those cards with Turles has to combo those cards to the board. Yep. Like, and the cards they're coming to the board aren't broken. They're just like, cards most of them are 15k attackers like it's fine so and then like if you're like oh well it's having energy like in baby every card i tap for energy is very impactful it just means stop playing bad cards really should they stop printing bad cards sure but they're not i mean that's that's all card games there's got to be bad cards to make other cards good sure just just play the good cards that make you tap energy and it'll be a okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Bergamo costs two. Warcry costs two. Mecha Freeze has no problem playing those cards. They don't even frown. They're like, thank God I drew this shit. I'm trying to pay this two. Yep. Versus, like, you're talking about playing decks where you're like, oh, I pay, I don't want to pay two because they're playing free. That means that card you're playing is not worth playing then. If this two cost card can't outclass a free played card, you shouldn't be playing that card. Right. So that's just the reality of the game. And we talked about how, um, we talked about how they said like the average, yeah, the average cost of cards for play was like point five or yeah, something. It's, it's like point five is what you want to aim for. It's like point eight five though right. is the number right now. Right. So I guess maybe they're trying to take that standpoint of like how do you improve that? But it you it's that's that's deck construction. Yeah, that's build your deck right, right? Like that's deck construction. That's just so I I would like to hear the argument that these people have because I don't think it's legitimate. I think it's a combination of lack of skill. And lack of experience, as well as lack of playing the game with actual skilled players, is that who I, know how to play the game? I play baby. I pay. I actually pay energy for every card, but five cards in my deck: baby yeah. hatch and four god ceilings. I pay energy for every card. I welcome the challenge. Please yeah. show me your play your free play deck. Let's do it. Let's see. Yep. Show me how you win. And then we're like, damn, I lost. Yes, because you had to burn your hand out to play those free cards, and you lose. Yep. So it's one of those things where it's like they just don't understand the exchange of resources, which we've talked about before. A lot of people play this game. They come from other card games and the game just isn't built like this game. Yep. Which is what makes this game so skill intensive that it's just different. Once you learn about exchange, exchange of resources, free play cards don't seem as great. I mean, the Gex ones do like take the cake though. On, on I the mean, pop. don't get me wrong. When I saw like King Piccolo, new ruler, I was like, busted. Busted. Absolutely. Free play, double strike. Sure. There's a cost to it though. Technically, I right. have to have a, a unison with the markers on it. Like, right. I can't not have that. If I don't have that, I can't play it. So this the card. Bardock, that free plays? Great. Great. I also have, there's a cost to it. Something has to trigger for it to happen. Exactly. So like, that's a, that's a different type of cost. And you guys, those, those players aren't catching on to that. Yes, it's free but it's not for you. Like Tao, Tao's that you have three battle cards. Yeah. I also probably paid for those three battle cards to be on the board. So yeah. what do you mean? Like, I don't, I paid a cost. I paid Belmont. for the three cards. I had yeah. to kill them. I had to kill my <laughs> cards. Like there's a cost. It's just not an uh, energy cost. And yes. you show me how you're abusing the energy, the extra energy you have. It's not there. Turles is the <laughs> closest one to doing it. Cause it just plays fruit and F- like uh, FDC uh, in, a, in a super combo, the driver. So they draw a card. And FDC you off the energies right. they have. Sure. I mean, negate the attack. Right. That's what I say. <laughs> Sequence your turns properly, negate the attack, attack, and don't put yourself in the lethal. Is that not hard? 
is is pretty simple. Like I, I you'll hear people say like a lot of good players say Dragon Ball's not hard. I think they're wrong when they say Dragon Ball's not hard. I think it's hard if you don't understand the game. Like like I can play baby very tired, very uh unfocused. And you, I mean you guys Jim, I fall asleep playing Dragon Ball all the time and we I still play very well. Like I'm like <laughs> he does. I'm falling asleep playing. Like I'm not like bored, but I'm just tired because I just fucked up sleep cycle. But I, I can play. I can like snap up, look at what's going on, assess, do what I have to do. A lot of people can do that. <laughs> so like it's very frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of those things where it's like to me, it's like you just gotta learn how to play at that level and then you stop having those complaints. Now, do I think there should be more out there to help people get to that level? Sure. That's why we're doing this podcast. Right. That's why like Joy Powder does crossword. That's why people do things like to try to help the community. Yeah. You just gotta listen. Right. I, nothing wrong with questioning what the people are saying. Like, are, are they right? Sure. You should definitely question every time. But don't question to be defined, question to learn. Right. And then you actually learn. That's how right. it works. That's how I teach for a living. That's how education is pushed. Like I, I want every question in the world, but don't question, don't question it to be defiant. Cause then you're right. not, you're gaining nothing here. Like it's pointless. But if you're questioning what the big name players who are doing all the content for free for you, just tell you all the tips and tools to play the game. If you question it, when you question, hit them up or like, you know, try it out and see what, and if they, then after you try it, hit them up, like, Hey, it went, this happened. They could probably tell you why that actually happened. Yep. Like every time somebody plays Blue Baby and they tell me they lost a matchup, uh, and I'm like, you shouldn't have lost that. And I asked them what they did. They could never explain what they did. I actually happened to watch uh, one of the people in Discord play against uh, Brandon on my team, and uh, he got smacked, like he got destroyed. And uh, you know, Brandon was like, Brandon thought the matchup was free at that point. We, me and Brandon played. He learned the matchup was free on the other side. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, so those things. It's like I asked, I mentioned, I said, hey man, why did you do this, that, and the third? Those are all all things that you should have kept in your hand so you could do this and that to it. And he's like, oh, I didn't realize that. This is, and that's, right. It's that simple. Sometimes you just don't realize how the, how the resource change happens. Yeah. So for sure. For sure. Good question. Good it, question. It was a good question. All right, guys, that wraps us up. Wish oh. Mike good luck in Miami. Yep. We're going to get that hermit style dub. I say we might do another podcast this week and potentially yeah. uh, maybe a crossover with another podcast group of guys. We don't know. We'll see how it all yeah, plays we out. We might see what happens. Try and yeah. do some remote yeah, podcasting. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. You know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll uh, see you guys next week. Yeah, I got the real one problem on my back every day. I got the shit, this way to try whatever wrong.